In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Wash up, and welcome back to another episode of No Silence Podcast with your host. Now nah, fuck that with your low, Glasses Malone. In America, right, or like here, where it's like the ability to buy and sell someone, you know what I'm saying? Like that could create, that's why men, right, what they call, you know, massage, what, how do you pronounce it when it's not A misogynist? Misogyny. Misogyny, right? Misogyny. How much of that belief is rooted in prostitution? No ceilings. GL, my boy Peter Bosch in the Spiz Not, my big bro, resident guest, producer of No Ceilings, Big Steel, Norman Steel. Um, Where's that now? What the fuck is the deal? Man, another day, another day, another 50 cent. Another 50 cent. I can't even say another dollar, man, another 50 cent. Taxes. I, I was explaining to Chris about the concept of just money, right? Yeah. So Chris has in his head this idea that, man, over the next three years, I'm going to make three and a half million dollars, right? Four million dollars. I said, no, you actually go make 1.9 to 2 million probably if you're lucky. <laughs> that's not even including representation. Yeah. You know, that's not even including that. So I said, man, you know, you're doing good, but you're not there yet, son. You know, you you yeah. there, you better hold on to every penny you can. You're over there counting that money. Tell them, count that money. That money ain't stacking up right. I see it ain't stacking up right. It's fool's gold. Tell them that and man, that, and that buck two, light. that buck two is going to spend like about 0.8 by the time it gets to him. That, <laughs> that, that's the way we lose the value. <laughs> I told him, I said, man, you know, you better figure something out because I, I, I told him, I said, man, you'll mess around the season be over with. You won't have no money. Dude, right, right now he needs to, while it's low, he needs to go get in the cake DeFi liquidity mine and just eat, 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 eat. That's, what I, told, that's what I told him. It was crazy. And Chris, and Chris got big, big designer problems too. Like he, he loved that designer and oh man, and all that. He loved all that shit, man. And I told him, I said, man, hey, ain't none of that stuff gonna make you no money. Um, hey, we're live, right? Yeah, we're live. live. Okay. Well, you know, you can always edit some stuff up, man. I'm not gonna say too much about it. You know. I, I just want to double check. <laughs> oh no, we live on our end, bro. But we ain't said nothing bad, dog. It's just reality. Nah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. You said Chris ain't gonna have no money. Shit, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the United States of America. 
Wait, but tear your ass up. The people that's finna take their little ten percent and and not just that, bro. Whenever he comes out here, like let's say they come out here to play the Rams. Oh yeah, you can tax California tax. Tax the California tax. So it's Mm -hmm. everybody is getting money. It's like when a guy makes to the NFL, the people up in the I bet you in the government just up there rubbing their palms like this. Are we about to eat? Yeah. <laughs> they take I swear I, I think taxes is the just the biggest the biggest rules in the world, man. Welcome to my world, Steve. I've been, I was trying to get you here about five years ago. You thought I was crazy, <laughs> six, seven years ago. And and don't get me wrong, I fuck with taxes. Like I fuck with the taxes you pay to fix the road. I you know how you how they tax it through DMV or through gas. I fuck with tax. I'm not totally against taxes. Not not in LA and California. They were supposed to use that for the roads. They pissed it away, and then they had to add a special sales tax addition for the roads because they pissed away all the registration money. Before we get white people fucking up, right? Before we get white people fucking up, and no white people in California politics anymore. There's one guy. Same white people, all white people. So look, we don't have no gun law. Our gun laws is retarded out here. They're taking all our money, dude. I, I'm serious. I want to move to Mars or some fucking where I might go up there with Elon. Move to Florida with me, bro. I got none of your problems. No state income tax. I can do it. I can carry wherever the hell I want to carry. It's the easiest thing in the world. Water's still part, warm. The gun part, the gun part as a as a gang member, don't really matter to me. I'm gonna carry my gun anyway. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about being within the law. So. I, I'm not worried about that. Um, what I was thinking about, did you see the uh, shooting in Buffalo? Oh, yeah, that was tragic. The, yeah. uh, the 18, 18-year-old little white man um, mm-hmm. walked in there, knocked off the, the black folk. I was thinking about that, right? And um, this going to sound weird. And, and, and I really want to have a conversation with y'all because Pete, as a, as a white person, you know, but you know, you you are rational human being. Still, you're a bit more emotional, but you do have a lot of rationale and sophistication. Because in America, you could buy people that look like me and steel for four hundred years, five hundred years. That has to be the center core of why a white man in America will feel like they're better than a black person, right? Um. Okay. Okay. Look, don't answer because that 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 I can dig I it. I didn't explain it well. Okay, take I can this. Dig what you're saying? Let's say right now, like I had an idea for a film, and it was rooted in the same concept. Imagine, right, Peter? You understood dogs. Yes. Like when dogs bark, you understood what they were saying. Like it mm-hmm. translated into your ears as English, and all of these dogs are barking as you're walking through the neighborhood. And they're like, yo, I want to be free. Like, I don't want to belong to this motherfucking lazy motherfucker in this house. I want to do and create my own will. Mm-hmm. Right. The dogs are barking. Right. And now your job is to go to, you know, the politicians and congressmen to tell them like, yo, the dogs don't want to have owners. They like we living, breathing creatures as well. We don't want to be owned by you like we want to decide of whatever our life is going to be right and let's say you got the supreme court to pass it everybody had to free their dogs mm-hmm. free their dogs right? i had to free their dogs um how long would it take for americans to actually respect dogs or canines the way they respect a human being to be honest with you, if, if they said something, and I know you was about to say something, but if you mention dogs and white folks' dog, that's going to be done immediately. <laughs> I don't think so, though. No, listen, it's going to be done immediately because this is the thing that trips me out about. And it's just not white people. It's people, period, right, with their dogs, right? White people. Mostly white people. And that's, you know, I'm by no means I have white family members that I love a great deal. And that's why I know a lot about white people because I have white people in my family. I understand <laughs> that bullshit ass racist disclaimer. I have friends. I'm far from racist, bro. My brothers have white don't get no disclaimer. You think I'll be giving Pete disclaimers when I give him all of my crazy theory on white folks? I don't give him. He knows yeah, that, but I'm not racist. This is it. Hey, a, a disclaimer will be nice once in a while. <laughs> if they made, I might just be racist. Hold up, but Pete, my man. I would tell you this right here. If they made a law saying that dogs are in the least bit uncomfortable, you got to let them free. 
it would be a whole bunch of dogs in the street and it would be white people walking behind them with shotguns to protect them. They'd have their motherfucking back. I don't believe you. The white folks love their dogs more than they love people, dog. I believe that sometimes. <laughs> Seriously, because you would see you would see a rich, a wealthy person will leave their will. They won't leave their kids shit, won't leave their homies nothing, but they'll leave twenty million dollars for their dog or their cat. But but I genuinely don't believe, right, that it'll be as simple as that. The bond is built. I mean, that's just like how some slave owners love their slaves. Uh, I, I don't know, man. That sounds Does that sound too crazy? You don't you, believe, you do you believe do you genuinely believe all slave owners love like rule with hate and not love? I will say this with the amount of um mixed people relations and yeah, with, 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 with the amount of relations that they was having dog with this light skin use light skin population that we have in the United States, they obviously love black people. Obviously. And that wasn't just, you got to remember, G, back in slavery, it just wasn't the master going to go sleep with the sister, the big booty sister in the, um, in the slave oh, it quarters. It was some of the men knocking down the women. It was the women, too, when the husbands, because you got to remember, it wasn't as simple as it is today, G, like we go to the grocery store to go shopping. A guy may go hunting and may be gone for two or three months. While he's gone for them two or three months, Miss Lady isn't there in the house. She's looking at this big old buck walking out there with his shirt off all day. He's sweating, dick hanging down to his knees. She going to go get something. He's not going to say that. She's not going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had clothes. How do you know the dick was hanging? Bro, I get Man, it. You don't watch no porn? Them hot and humid. Porn. Yeah, you know, when you watch if the it's porn. A summer, if it's a summer show, hunting trip. And they show the white woman. She in there making some tea and some lemonade. And she looking out the thing. And she see that big brother out there. He on swole out there. And she just fantasizing. Next thing you know, he knocking her down. Next thing, you know, next thing you know, Tom the Slave Master got a kid, dark as a motherfucker. Oh, hell yeah. No, his ass was outside doing some shit. That's, that, to me, that's where the house kids came from, the house niggas. But it's funny that's because you always ask about the name Jackson. There's so many black people named Jackson. And he was like, Jackson was a white slave owner, but that's a whole nother story. You, whole nother. See, you know what's funny, though? Not to cut you off, bro. My grandmother on my dad's side is half white. She's half Irish. I'm talking about like half white. Her father was she really old. Yeah, I got a great grandfather, a, a, a great grandfather somewhere, man, that's probably like Peter somewhere. I'm pretty sure he's dead now because my grandmother lived to be in her 90s, right? But she was half white. I got cousins. You've been in Ohio. You've seen my family. Yeah, yeah. Nobody looks, that we look alike, but you got light-skinned people with green eyes. Yeah, the slave yeah. masters love y'all. yeah. People with blonde hair, and that's just a couple generations removed. So I have, when I did my um little DNA test, I had a like a like a nice Irish part of me. And actually, when I went over to Ireland, I felt at home over there. It was the weirdest thing in the world. It's it's funny. Excuse my Celtics hat because I, I'm not wearing this to boost up the Irish people for this conversation. More so for the Eastern Conference Finals. But the Irish, I've always found were like the biggest sluts in Europe. Like every white person who's been in America more than 60 years is like some fraction Irish. They're like the first people to like people who are half Asian. Oh, I'm half Chinese or half Vietnamese and half Irish. The Irish must, I think they love attention. They're not a good looking people by default. So anytime they get some attention from any other country, they are with it. How did you Shout out to the Irish. Irish people off now. You didn't been on the women. Now you say Irish people are not good looking people. Conor McGregor might want to fight you for this. Whatever. Yeah. I, people from the United Kingdom, the UK is an ugly outfit. That whole, it's rough out there. You just can't say that. Why, why, why are you on my UK peaks like that? The U, United Kingdom, them is like my favorite people in the world, dog. Yeah, you they're know great I, people. They're fine, you know but they're not the best people? looking. You know what I love about people from the UK and from Ireland? They tell you whatever the hell is on their mind. They yeah. have no censorship. Ugly people you. do that. They will tell you. <laughs> I remember Ugly we people being, don't have filters? Gee, you remember I was working for Minder Music, right? Yeah. And I remember one day we was in there. Now, keep in mind, we listened to Kendrick Lamar. We listened to, you know, the whole TDE thing. The old man come out and says, rubbish. I said, huh? He said, this is rubbish. I don't understand it. What, what is this? 
And I said, man, this is probably going to be the biggest shit cracking in the next few years. He didn't believe me, dog. Can you imagine if they'd have let me sign who I wanted to sign, dog, what we could have been doing right now? Probably would have ruined their career. You think so? Not you, but them. If they don't believe in it, you got to sign something and either super buy it. But oh, look, dude. We're getting off track. The focus point I'm saying is, could you imagine what it would be like for people to let go of their dogs? And, and, and the reason I'm saying this is because, you know, you fast forward. Slavery's been illegal, what, not 200 years yet? About 200 years. 200 years? Mm-hmm. Maybe, what, 150? Uh, buck 60 and three. Yeah, so, right? So, if you think about it, for 500 years, four to 500 years, roughly, you could buy somebody that looked like me and steal, right? So, why would we think in 150 to 160 years, people's mentality, like like human beings see themselves better than dogs right now? And I, I'm not to say, I'm not comparing black people to dogs. I'm saying when you feel like you can have possession over something, like how people feel with their kids. Like people feel like, and I agree with this. You should be able to tell your kids what the fuck ever you want to tell them to do. These are your fucking kids. You got to pay for them to survive, right? But by that same mind state, right, then why would I think in 160 years that these white folks would get over the fact of being able to own human beings, somebody that looked like me and still for 400 years? How is that even possible? How could they really get over it? Most of the people here weren't here at that time. And like, I think a big difference between the dog parallel and people parallels that uh, people have the capacity for like replicability. A a dog's not going to sit down and do algebra tomorrow. It's not going to sit down and do algebra in a thousand years from now. You you take a black person out of slavery. If they're six years old, put them in a regular school and they're going to show a replicable ability. So there's a peer like perception there. That that should be available. out of out of the wrapper, you know what I mean? It's it's but, but it's but demonstrable, yeah, and and I agree with that, right there. That's why you should look at another human outside of the fact their skin is darker, blah blah blah, and see that they are the same. But I'm saying if you couldn't, if you could only buy somebody, you know what? It's like um, well, it's the flip. What, it's the inverse why, of. Hmm? That's why I'm always upset at the motherland, I, and. This is probably going to be some shit on this podcast. I'm more upset at the motherland than I am at the content of America. Right? I understand that. Because why the fuck would you allow your people to be displaced with some strangers for money, for some seasoning? Well, they was the ones that, if you look at it, though, G, they were the ones that sold us out, kind of like. But it was like warring tribes, though. You yeah. know, like in a lot of cases, it's. Hmm? Right. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's a good point. I'm glad you said that still. If you had the ability to ship your rivals away, would you not capitalize on it? No, I would keep it a one thousand. I'm going to keep it a thousand right now. If I can get rid of a few niggas over in this motherfucker, I would. <laughs> if I can send a few motherfuckers away from across the waters, I would for damn sure. Steel, thank you for being honest. Glasses, I'm, being honest, I, I'm ashamed of you for not being as honest as Steel. There's not, there's not a black person in America that I would ship over to somebody else because I don't like them. You'd ship one of them to heaven. Yes. It's the same. It's the same. Lord, it's, with our Lord and Savior. It's the same premise, G. It's different. It's different. Some of these, some of these I, guys. I'm finna end all your suffering right now. You're not going to have the suffering. You're not going to have four, five hundred years of suffering. Your kids going to suffer. Your great grandkids going to suffer. I'm going to shut that shit down right now. Boom. Their great grandkids and kids aren't even going to exist. They gonna They're ending their lineage here and now. That's my point. It's over. Yeah. You would rather just wipe somebody off the face of the earth than just relocate them. Ah, that's yeah. pretty cold. It's pretty hand- cold. Listen, the worst thing you could do to a slave is sell them to the LaQuint Dickey Mining Company. See, G, you got to be more specific. I wouldn't sell none of my own people over into slavery, but if I can get them out of here and say, hey, man, over there, and I'm pretty sure it was some trickery involved. Hey, you go over there, it's going to be the most beautiful place in the world. I'm pretty sure all those people just didn't I'm leave not the doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it. Once you, once you that pale, I'm not sending them with you. 
Oh, I just wouldn't send black people. There's a few white people I would send on that boat, too. That's not the point. You're missing the point. I'm saying, right, so by that same standard of being able to own somebody that looked like us for 400 plus years, right, how does it not create a superiority complex? That's my point. It has to create a superiority complex. It genuinely has to. I think that is a slightly different conversation than necessarily like a, a hate complex. You know what I mean? Like if you feel superior to somebody, you're not necessarily going to resent and dislike them. You might, but you can't get what I'm saying. Like if I feel superior to whoever over there for whatever reason, I don't feel a need to attack them. I just be like, fuck, like whatever. Superiority could actually, it could actually manifest in different ways. For sure. So, and I say all that to say, right, because I think that's the problem. I, I think that's a huge thing, right? The, uh, the average American white man could have a superiority complex over a black person in America because you could buy and, and sell somebody that looked like me and steal. But I, I say all that to say, right, that, and that's why it's important to me as a culture, right, that I'm very mindful of Africa, right? Just like I would demand reparations from America, I also would demand more reparations from Africa. Can I ask you a question, G? Yeah. Why do you feel like Africa owe us something? Because I don't know but none of the people. You into motherfucking, you sold me into. They got Africa. paid. You sold me into, so I need that. Hmm. I guess I get it, man. But I, I don't, man. My thing is this: I don't want to go over to Africa. I want to go visit. No, 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 I want my motherfucking check. I, I don't care about going nowhere. I don't think Africa would owe us anything, bro. I think that would be I America. They would owe us reparations. So you think Africa owes us reparations as well as America? I think they owe us first. You first money so? in, first money out. My boy, R.I.P. Nick Hush. So you go start some um so you go start some real shit now. You go have all the African brothers mad at us. They already don't like us. Yeah, I'm gonna say they already mad. Start some real shit. They sold us into the hands of white people who never had nothing. And them motherfuckers literally traumatized our existence to the point to where we traumatize now. And it's been over 460 years. They ain't starting nothing that ain't already been started. The thing is, you gotta go to the beginning of everything, right? So a lot of times I look at it like and I look at what happened at Buffalo. Why would this not this little retarded motherfucker have a superiority complex? Why would he I not? I don't think that's what it is. I, I think when you analyze a lot of various issues with tribalism globally throughout history, it really comes down to a lot of people who just don't want to look themselves in the mirror and acknowledge their own personal fault. You saw the same thing with Germany and the Jews. It was the first opportunity that they could get to identify a group upon whom they could offload their responsibility and accountability. I'm fine. Wasn't me. Their fault. And people will galvanize around that and they'll take every opportunity they can to feel better about their shortcomings and blame their shortcomings on somebody else. It's a, it's a human behavioral matter. It's pretty common. Gee, you know, a lot of people, not, not to cut you off, bro, a lot of people out there may not even know what happened in Buffalo, as sad as that sounds. I'll put them up here. You got to tell everybody here. Yeah, I got it in front of me. So in Buffalo, 10 people were killed and three were injured in a mass shooting Saturday afternoon at the top supermarket on Jefferson Avenue in Buffalo. Now, here's what we know about the victims so far. 11 of the victims were African-American. Two of them were white. Four of the victims were store employees. Out of the three hurt, two have been treated and released from the hospital. Now, That's a guy a high pretty percentage. much, you know, a guy pretty much came in, man, and pretty much opened fire. Yeah, but but even if you look into his manifesto, it was definitely racially motivated. Hey, y'all, y'all keep going. Hold on one second. I got to take this. Sure. Talk. It's not terribly dissimilar to like the car driver in Wisconsin over Christmas. That was the other way around, you know. I just think, I just genuinely think. Okay, you could be right, right? It could just be shortcomings manifested that's hate that is not a superiority complex right? you don't see a lot of white people who are really crushing it like going way the fuck out of their way to like 
smash on black people. It's people who have problems with like, not like mental problems, cop out shit, but it's people who suck at getting where they want to be in life who don't want to square up and look themselves in the mirror and go, I fucked up because I'm either lazy, have no discipline or I'm stupid or I'm incapable or I made bad choices or whatever the fuck, but they don't want to own that because if you own that, then you have to admit to yourself that you're inferior relative to what you believe yourself to be your entire life. So if you can find something else to blame that's besides you, no matter how abstract, you don't have to cop, cop that up. You know, you have, or you have to cop to that. Like that's a, that's a legitimate thing. Uh, definitely, but but again, Pete, do you really think racism and oppression towards black people in this country exists still even at elite levels? What do you mean at elite levels? Like not just at that lower level of poor, disgruntled. Um, I, poor, disgruntled uh, white folks that do this type of shit. At elite levels, I think it's always really been opportunism. So if you were to and and, and yeah. hmm? it's always opportunity, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think now, honestly, like if I just objectively sit back and look at things and the way like numbers play out and data plays out, you, if big, big, big fish are caught, or you know, or big fishermen rather, sorry, pull very big nets. So if you're cross sectioning any demographic that would be susceptible to being caught up into a net, I think black people are more disproportionately susceptible to that. So if you're just pulling a big net trying to make $50 billion the easy way, there's going to be a disproportional impact on people who are more vulnerable to be caught in the net. I think that's most of what I see when I look at like today today. But at that same point, then it still would have to be some level of oppression and racism, even not... I think that's de facto oppression. Not racism. Well, it still had to be racism involved, but I agree in a sense that it's still very much driven by capital. I think it's de facto oppression just by virtue of being, I don't want to say ignorant, but just a, a, aloof to. Or driven. The, or, driven hmm? or desire, driven, greedy. Could be either way. I think if, I think it's like what we were talking about the other day. Like, like do laws protect rich or poor people? Like on the like last week we were talking about that on the phone. The, the concept I, of laws protect poor people. Yeah, principle speaking, yeah. But obviously, I think, people have money to influence poor people who supposed to protect poor people that become politicians. For and sure, end up with laws that are really weird and 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 way too free than they should be. But if if you were to look like look at how much bullshit crap leverage like a Bill Gates has when he wants to like get himself involved uh, in some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If if he really, really, really wanted to start buying people and buying access and buying exemptions, yeah, he, it's he could do it big time, big time. Yes, it's obviously yes. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots being able to reach them in the first place your spot is out there find your frontier in the 2023 nissan frontier with standard 310 horsepower advanced tech and 281 pound feet of torque in the pressure cooker of the nba playoffs there's no room to fake it when the nba championship is on the line every pass every shot and every dribble is immediately undeniably consequential the playoffs are the time for the real Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? their year these are the moments of unscripted pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood you've waited all season for this it's time to take it to the next level don't miss one minute of the action tune into the nba playoffs on espn and abc how do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs 55 percent of white businesses survive the startup phase while only four percent of black businesses do the same so i want every black entrepreneur to know about the one million black businesses initiative the One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses 
by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Elite and poverty is all primitive concepts. It looks complex, but it's all primitive concepts. The way we view life and everything at the very low, at the very up is the same. Like, yeah. what people will knock shit off. No problem. The elite will knock shit off. They don't have no problem taking lives. They don't give a fuck because whatever, they don't give a fuck. I got my own ideas. You have your own ideas. But do you not and I don't want to keep shifting the conversation, but do you not believe that that would compete? That would create a superiority complex though. Is that crazy to think? Wait, the first question or the, yeah, which is the fact that you could buy somebody and look like me and steal for years, right? For four to 500 years. Um, would that, would that actually create a superiority complex even in a modern mind where it's like, I could buy you at one time. You, I don't have think to so. Like, I, th- I think people who, who look like, at it. It's like, it's like as a runner. There you go. And I'm sorry, I'm going to relate this. As a runner, you, he's a runner. Let's say you beat somebody 10 times. You owned them every year you was in college. Mm. And they finally beat you that 11th time. Maybe that night you was drinking. Whatever happened that made you slow down. But you own that person. There's always going to be a superiority of speed in your mind. Like, I'm faster than you. Right? So, not only wrong years and years, right? You're still not losing a race. You're still running half-ass fast. So, you're still winning more medals. You're still winning everything. Right? Um, so, naturally, it has to. That type of success or that type of... Uh, 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 purchasing power right where it becomes that where it becomes that fucking di- like direct where you could only buy somebody look like me and steal right it, it would have to create a superiority complex and at that point water memory could carry it it's like when you break a window you know what i mean it take two seconds to break a window it take two hours to fix a window so yeah. if, if 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 the average american white male's mind was broken for 400, 500 years, right? With the fact that this person is not the same value as you are, right? They are not the same value as you are, right? You can buy them. They are for sale. That has to create a superiority complex. It literally just has to, right? And then, right, you stop. 160 years, you're trying to get out of it. You're like, nah, these people are equal to you. So it was no way it was going to happen the second day, you know, uh, 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 it was no way it was gonna happen the second day after uh what did they what they uh Juneteenth. It was no way it was gonna happen that the next day. So the reason I'm saying this is not just rooted in Buffalo, right? And that's why I still feel like I'm so critical of Africa. I really hold them at fault a lot, a lot. You know what I mean almost as much as I hold America at fault. Because there's no way you sell as a continent or as Western African countries allow. You don't know what's happening to your people. And then, right, let's say you stay ignorant that time. You didn't really know, right? You're not communicating. You don't know what's going on. But now you know the stories. You still ain't tripping. 
you still ain't tripping at what they did to your people right that makes me feel funny it's like okay that's not right but the reason i say all this to loop this into one of your favorite conversations is if I don't hold Africans accountable, right, Western African countries accountable for their mistake and then allowing their brothers, whether you're a warren tribe or not, to be mistreated this way, right, and you still not raising hell, you still not making good, I'm the sucker. So imagine how the white man in America feels about women when the oldest profession in history is prostitution. Yeah. And gee, you know what? I thought you was tripping for a minute at first, but in giving this some thought, I've been sitting up here listening for the last few minutes. Yeah. Africans played a real heavy role in slavery. Hell yeah. You know, kidnapping adults, stealing children for the purpose of selling them. Yeah. Do you know they had a plug over there intermediary, you know, different people over in Europe or whatever that they actually came over. And I'm pretty sure they had communication. Hey, I need, you know, 10 more guys. I need five give me some young guys too so i would say yeah they probably do have they do have a major role to play in it but i don't think we ever get a dime from them they barely surviving on their own i don't think we're gonna get a dime from white people i don't get a dime we're gonna get a dime from nobody that's a whole nother story but getting to the point that i wanted to make with pete is if i don't so this is why i feel how i feel towards women right where because prostitution is always joked as the oldest profession in history if women are not hard on other women for being prostitutes, think about it. Since the beginning of time, you could buy a woman for sale. So how would the average man not have a superiority complex over it? Yeah, I mean, I, I get the rationale. Um, I'm not sure that all the parallels are applicable. I mean, and it depends. Like if you're looking at actors like the guy in Buffalo over the weekend, that that's like um like if you were to spectrum the guy that's as far over on the spectrum as you can really place a person you know so that that guy probably looks at he might look at things all of that, those ways but like anybody that I've known over the years that's like that I would say is a white supremacist they're not like hearkening this mentality back 200 years they're just kind of like but but at that point it's water memory right like like Biden, like right, like Biden, right, as the president, like back to 94, the crime bill, right, that he wrote, that he co-authored mm. for the, the president at the time. Who was a Clinton? Who was a president at the time? Are you using Joe Biden in a, an example involving memory? <laughs> no, no. This was in 94. This back when he was a little bit younger of a study, it was a little different. Yeah. Back and, right after he was done caucusing with the Klansmen. Of how he called. I, how he referred to black people at that time as predators and super predators. Yes. Right. Because he's looking at people acting up on a plantation. You, you would have to understand it's a newer style of a plantation. It's not slavery in the same instance. Obviously I have not went through the same traumatizing situation. My ancestors have. Right. And I don't want to make their existence the most traumatizing one, even though I could not imagine how people could ever get comfortable, but I'm sure it's not impossible that people get comfortable with their circumstances. It is some people. But again, all of these ideas create superiority complexes in the mind, not necessarily in the sophisticated mind, right, of, of a few, right, where it's like, yeah, that's just, they was being stupid, right? But of just the masses, like, how do you like I've always said for years, I always felt like one of the biggest problems with slavery in America is that the slaves were too cheap. So you got a bunch of people that wasn't used to having anything, having something and then not understanding the value, how to treat it correctly, how to be reasonable with it. You know, it was pretty much. A lot of poor people getting their hands on other human beings, you know, what I mean, versus in old days where like, you know, kings and African kings only could afford slaves. The average motherfucker that had a piece of property didn't have a slave versus you coming into America where slaves were pretty much, you know, we had the Walmart of slavery. 
I don't know how accurate that is because the people who came down here were big landowners who owned slaves came from big money in England. You know, they were well-educated. The institutions were in place. I mean, they were coming out there to make money. I mean, it was, you, you get sent to the colonies if you're, you know, to, to no, go. But I think, I think those are what happened probably in the last 200 years. Like somebody, there was really only like 200 years of it. Yeah, it's a little bit more. Not by much, and it was really trace. The, the first one hit this motherfucker around 1,400 or 1,500 and something. Yeah, it was a little longer than that. Before wealthy people realized, hey, we finna get in on it. Like, at, at most, it would be, what, 246? I mean, that, that one thing says that the first slave landed on the Western Hemisphere in 1619. Was it? No, nah, I think it was earlier. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, like that whole sixteen nineteen thesis was largely debunked, but I don't think it was before that because the, because you think about it, like fourteen ninety two was the first time Columbus even landed on the Western Hemisphere. Canada and 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 English sailors didn't get there till the mid fifteen hundreds. I don't think there was really any infrastructure until like the seventeenth century, which would be sixteen hundreds. Sure. Yeah. But I'm nonetheless, sure. it's like that's a long enough time. I mean, it's a long enough time, especially when the when the. I, I, I got to read. I got to read a little bit more before I just jump out the window. But but for example, like the idea in the institution in the South wasn't set up by wealthy people from England. It I was, was. like, huh? I think it was. Now hell no, hell no, because they was already establishing shit up in the northern parts of America. Yeah, the wealthy people that came from England first established all of the stuff that we had here. Then you had the other people who just came on boats at the time. That's the guys who got pushed in the South. They wasn't the guys that had the paper. But I don't think those were the people that... They were the first people buying slaves in the South. Because everybody talked about how cheap slaves were here. Because it was one of the few times when they were actually being bought in history. Usually they're just taken. Like the Roman Empire took slaves from three continents. They just yeah, took them. They were free. Yeah, but they've been selling slaves since, I don't know, in, in B.C. They, people sold slaves. Yeah, they bought and sold, but, but they're usually acquired for free, like yeah, I, for, I, at the I, beginning. But I'm saying people, the idea of slave trading is not a new concept, you know. Yeah. English, country, you know, it's, you're talking about the continent of Africa. Slave trading is old as shit. So what for I'm sure. Yes, I agree that the northern landowners and, and the colonies, right? Yes, they were the money. But the ones that first was buying slaves, when they came to South Carolina and the guys started bidding on them, because the prices were high at first, and then they came down to sell more. They were making it affordable for the southern guys and landowners to get them. They wasn't. And I think what happened was as people started hearing, you know, like the gold rush in California. Like the also. The first guys who came to the West for the gold rush, they weren't wealthy people. Like, what do we call them? Economic booms or what's it called? Economic. Uh, yeah. Well, also consider this much. There, there, the, in general speak, the landowner population, you know, if you were to have a catalog of like what would be the plantation owners and at addresses, like those estates are largely a fixed number. But when you realize, oh, there's a market for these people and you go from one slave ship every three months to 15 a month. Now you're dealing with a supply and demand so, so shift. You, yeah, so, you, so you naturally drop it. You naturally drop the price because it's, it's yeah. an abundance. Which also is made possible, to your point, by the fact that Africans were giving them away. Otherwise, where's the markup? You're bringing these people across the ocean and sell them for dimes. Sure. You must be getting them for nickels. Yeah, yeah. Or seasoning. Yes. Or, se or seasoning. Where's the seasoning coming from? I thought that the whole Indian-Asian trade route was to bring spices to England because they were eating bare potatoes for a thousand years. Man, and when that seasoning starts seasoning. Or grain. Right now, seasoning is really expensive. I probably for sure got about $600 in the seasoning cabinet. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Glasses' address is... <laughs> Six hundred dollars. Seasoning is expensive, so yeah. for me, if your food was bland, I'd imagine you might have traded. 
I say say that. Niggas are ready for me talking shit. Um, but I, I'm saying I, I don't want to stay on that point, but I'm saying the concept yeah. of it would create a superiority complex. That's the natural thing for the average human mind. Yeah, I could, yeah, the, the, I could see the progression. So then where do women fall into this if they don't hold other women accountable for certain things that devalue how people see them, right? Like we like we're in a time now where I'm hearing people they're telling me Will Smith is wrong for, you know, slapping Chris Rock or however they they deal with their dispute because they was in front of you know, mixed crowd, mixed company, you know, America. Right. So we want to hold people accountable as as black people for that or human beings want to hold each other accountable. When do like where is the moral and I guess this is just such a weird conversation, where is the moral level? Like when do other women look at other women and be like, you know what? That's a bad look for all of us. The the challenge for that is probably to some degree, women need the hoe to make them appear like the lady. So you might not get that much pushback, if we're being honest. You know, you need the trailer to define your property as the mansion. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a fucking house. You know what? That's not a crazy concept, though. And if you look at the way women act, they are very catty toward one another. But you know what? That's not crazy. I thought it was crazy when you were saying it, but I thought about it and I'm just thinking about how it really goes. And like, if you meet a girl, a girl will always be like, they'll always scale down and be like, I'm better than this person. Of course. But they'll never compare themselves to like Michelle Obama. They'll be like, I'm not blah, blah person who was, you know, sucking penis on 13 tapes. Yeah, they go to the extreme. There's no spectrum. It's just left and right. Yeah, and and that's largely like w- when you're selling a commodity of highly subjective value, you have to be subjective. Say that again. I like that. When you're selling a commodity of highly subjective value, you have to be suggest- subjective. So you have to create the market for it. You you have to, you have to. By over exaggerating the first depth of what it could be. Yeah, you have to establish where on the value spectrum you lie. If you're closer to the left side of the value spectrum, you have to exaggerate the difference, the distance between your point and the end of the spectrum and and and, and attempt to shorten the perception of the distance between your point and the right of the spectrum. If the right is the value side and the left is the, you know, if if the right is 10 and the left is zero and you're at two, you have to make zero look really far away and 10 look very close. Yeah. But do they ever shame a person like Michelle Obama to bring her down the spectrum? No, they try to act like, well, I mean, yeah, sometimes some of those girls, Oh, well it's, you know, you, you hear people Overvalue Michelle Obama, in my opinion, a lot, and Oprah as well. But and Beyonce. Overvalue Michelle Obama, but I do think people could overvalue Oprah. And you can't say that because you white, because everybody gonna talk shit. But I get what you say. Whatever, they're gonna do it anyway. I mean, fuck. (laughs) 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 But I I think even if they're they're not doing that, usually it's they don't spend as much time trying to bring the higher side to them as they do trying to act like they belong higher on the side. Oh, well, whatever. I got an online MSW, so I'm practically the same thing. Hmm. Yeah. And that's that's not that far off. You hear women dragging people down the spectrum? I don't really hear women dragging other women down the spectrum in front of men. I think men do that more than women. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely, because- seen, I definitely seen them push women further down than they are, way down the spectrum. And think about why. If you devalue the most valuable in your asset class, 
and you're less valuable than that, there can't be a trickle-down perception of your value. So you have to hype up the value on the more valuable side and then hype up how you're closer to that side than you really are while distancing yourself from the other side if you're closer to it and making it seem like that's worth nothing. Good thing I'm so far from there. But we in general as a group are worth more than we're worth as a group. So if you're five in value, right, let's say you value yourself at five. Let's say you don't cook well, you don't have a a great economic job, you know, whatever you think of value, right, as a woman. Mm. You look pretty cool, but you're not the finest motherfucker breathing air. So let's say you're five in value, right? Yeah. Michelle Obama's a 10. And let's say the worst prostitute is a zero. Yeah. You'll push her to a negative 10. Or I think what, you're, what they're really trying to do is push themselves up to a seven artificially by making the, by, you know how sometimes you see those skewed graphs? Negative 10. It's a skewed graph. So they're going to make the zero three pieces, three printer papers away, and they're going to make the, the 10 like an inch away. Sure. That's smart. That's smart. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors with their uh, particular valuation system. That's, that's smart, though. They are. They're, they're pretty good at what they do, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They've cleaned a lot of simps' clocks for a lot of years. <laughs> I'm just, I was thinking about that, and I just... I really think that's a big problem in America. You know what I mean? And I think that's a problem amongst human beings, right? Because that's all racism is rooted in. Superiority or inferior complexes. Mm-hmm. That's all it really is rooted in. So, again, even the way we determine modern racism is all rooted in capitalism, you know, extreme capitalism, right? That greed of slavery that, which was pretty, you know, the human, which was human behavior before, but over here it just see to go to another level so to me that's pre-capitalism and you kind of see some of that starting to resurface itself now with like these massive wealth concentration verticals where it's like because slavery is a lot closer to like pre-commercial like british serfdom you know like there weren't markets in british serfdom and in, in feudal systems no. slavery is a lot closer to that I don't then, know. What, is that? what is that exactly? Well, like you, you watched like Braveheart. Of course. So like that was, uh, you know, a feudal system where you had a landlord and a bunch of serfs and the so landlord effectively owned the land where everybody else lived and all the assets on it. The English being the landlord and the Irish people being the pretty much the peasants yeah and and even within england it was still the same thing you know you had these divvied up lords who owned the area where these impoverished serfs would like work all the wheat farms but they owned the land they owned the wheat and they controlled the people with an iron fist to the extent that the landlord had the right to go down and like bop the wife on her wedding night first which is very similar to the slavery south yeah, there, there, and there wasn't a marketplace. There wasn't uh, an ability to transcend vertically, lifestyle-wise, unless you just straight toppled the landlord. They came here. Hmm? Okay, okay, so, which is why they came over here. Yeah. But, okay, okay. So, in relating that, yeah, I can see how loosely that could be kind of like the transatlantic slave. I can see how that's that's in a in, in a uh, in in a, in the state. Yeah, it's like if there was no Atlantic. I mean, it's just it's just regionally organic. But I, I was saying, I think like the Highlands of England or whatever during feudal periods of you know the ninth century or something was probably a very similar economic layout to what you would have seen in Mississippi in the nineteenth century. Yeah, I would imagine it's close. Yeah, I could dig that. But again, that goes into the same sense of superiority complexes. Of course. So something previously happened, right, that created that. Yeah, I think it was like the British royal family conquering and taking over 
the land of the United Kingdom and divvying it up amongst, you know, their lineage and associates. But it was already pre-existing people on the land. Yeah, I mean, Stonehenge is older than the British crown. Sure. But it's not terribly dissimilar to like, I don't know the history of Africa, but I'm sure it's not too different from most other histories. I mean, China with the consolidation of the Ming dynasty. Yeah. Uh, Africa probably had an area where you had, I mean, th- th- there, there was like warring genocides in Africa up until about an hour ago, you know? I mean, it's not still, it, yeah, it's not impossible to think about, but you get somebody who wins and takes control of a large area and probably controls a lot of the people there. And then somebody comes up and says, Hey, money for people. They go, you're kidding me because we just got like some people. Yeah. So many of them. Yeah, we just took over like 500 people. They're all for sale. Mm. I I would imagine like hypothetically if say the Turks or the Persians were like military and um, what's the word for and, and maritime like monsters and they were in the market for people and they were paying. I, I guarantee you that the Turks, if, if history had laid out in a different way, who were buying Slavics and the Persians who were buying Slavic people took boats up to England. They could have bought serfs wholesale from those people. It just didn't play out that way. Yeah, I could dig it. I could dig that. I'm just, I just been thinking about it a lot and like historically the, 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 the fight women have been going through. I, I just wonder how much it relates to prostitution being a, a cornerstone of how men come up and see women since the since the beginning of prostitution, which is always joked or debated as this super old this super old profession, just like in America, right? Or like here, where it's like the ability to buy and sell someone. You know what I'm saying? Like that could create. That's why men, right? What they call, you know, massage. What? How do you pronounce it when it's not a misogynist? Misogyny. Misogyny. Right. Misogyny. How much of that belief is rooted in prostitution? Well, I got a hot take for you if you if you're interested. I'm definitely interested. If you look at the whole spectrum of the female experience throughout history prostitutes are just the cheapest wives because if you know if you're the lowest end of woman on the spectrum you're good for a hundred dollars for an hour if you're the highest you're good for a fortune for a lifetime but either which way it is throughout history your value is tied to what you can get out of a man for yourself Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.